Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? I'm good. I am. Um, we, we're recording this on a day where we have just heard that um, the uh, wrestler... Um, I thought you were going to say Prigozhin. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, I mean that that was that was a big news story uh, today as well. Uh, but we've uh, we just lost a wrestler called Terry Funk, who mm. is a Aww. Texan wrestler from. Um, he had a very long career. Like oh, he, he wrestled forever, um, from his twenties to his sixties, um, um, and he was king of the death match. Very violent. Um, always covered in blood. Always blading. Always getting cut up. Always getting. He was famous in. in um, you make me want to watch wrestling. I haven't ever really watched it before. Well, he was famous in. He was famous in Japan um, for wrestling uh, Mick Foley, who was also a big deathmatch wrestler guy. Um, uh, and they had the uh, barbed wire Semtex match. What? Just Semtex and, and barbed wire going off all over the ring. Um, <laughs> the and like proper like dark stuff. Um, Why don't I watch this? It sounds amazing. Uh, and we lost him. Um, and I only mention it because. Um, Apparently, I, I saw it on, I think, one of the YouTube, or might have been a Reddit or something, uh, talking about the Abroad in Japan universe and mm. Natsuki. Uh, and when someone was talking about the Texas uh, as, a, as a state in America, um, Natsuki sort of wakes up in one of the videos or a live stream or something. He goes, oh, yeah, Stan Hansen. Uh, oh, Stan Hansen um, did, uh, yeah. and and um, and and obviously um, name checks Terry Funk as well. And so, like, mm. is Natsuki of that generation? I guess that generation hit because he's a bit older than than me and you. Um, mm. That generation really loved the kind of Texan wrestlers who, who went over and, and <laughs> no, did, no, did it might just business. be Natsuki. Natsuki's got an interest in lots of things. Right. You and him share quite a lot of interest. Actually. <laughs> you can see Natsuki while you're over in Japan. I don't think. Well, he lives up, he lives up in the middle of nowhere, doesn't he? Go and have a look. Go and have a look. Go and turn up at his salon, get a haircut. <laughs> That'd be you, nice. That'd be well funny. You, buy some of his products. See what he's up to. Got to see Natsuki. Got to see. I know. Well, yeah. It just it could take him to the wrestling. He could. He could. <laughs> He'd be down for that. Yeah. But you know, his interests are. Yeah, he loves wrestling. He loves mm. punk rock. Mm. Someone was asking me, why is Natsuki the way he is the other day? And I was like, mm. well, I don't really know. I think so it's just his parents. In, in many <laughs> just his parents. I think he, yeah, his They're parents are kind list. of, his mum's kind of a bit like chill and a bit crazy. And, right. Uh, a bit like, you know, not your normal Japanese. Right. Uh, kind of like a bit erratic. And, mm. and then I think he got in with the naughty crowd at school. I know he got in with like the punk rock crowd and they're mm. all doing like cigarettes and... Mm drinks when they were like 11 or something <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like never at school right He's he got in a lot of trouble Not for never going to school right so and now he's now he cuts hair I look at him now mm. but Don't yeah me. for a rule breaking bad boy he's mm. still pretty tame by western standards oh yeah by by western youtube standards yeah. I was watching that guy um, Fousey is it Fousey Fousey um, he uh, he was in all kinds of trouble a few weeks ago because he 
Um, I got off with a drunken woman in an airport. I was watching that drama for a bit. And then he's this kind of like always on streamer who's just always streaming. Always right. streaming. And um, I, I don't think he's... I don't think he's having a nice time mentally, I think. And he's he's having a difficult time, I think. But mm. uh, um, but his fan base is very much egging him on. Oh, God. Uh, and his re- most recent um, thing was he was going to sign up with Kick. It was oh, obviously no. the big like, rival to Twitch, very controversial. Mm-hmm. and um, Big money. He swatted himself and got arrested and, and got put away. Uh, he, swat- he, got, he swatted himself? He swatted himself. Oh, my God. Uh, remonstrated with the police uh, on stream. And then the police, I think think might have sent him to a facility that is not necessarily correctional uh, more in the uh, mental and wellness space um, let's say so um, uh, but it was on the day that he was supposed to be signing a, a, a contract with Kick so um, oh boy. these always on streamers they are just just they will just debase themselves for anything I mean the intensity streaming. you have to have for that kind of caper is just something else a completely different it, breed find it all rather sinister to be yeah. honest I think one of the things about inf- influencers in this whole world, YouTube, mm. Twitch, Kick, whatever, you know, in the old days, celebrities had a team of people. You've got mm. your publicist, you've mm. got your manager, you've mm. got security. Now it's just, I've got a computer and I stream mm. and I do things. Now I'm very famous and I have 8 million followers and I can do whatever I want and yeah. then oh, I'm fucked now. Yeah. And you don't have that yeah, entourage, yeah. you don't have that sort of team of people looking after you. So things can go horribly wrong. Well, because you're, you're kind of in a, if your kind of stock in trade is crazy uh, stuff. Mm. Um, and and yeah, wackiness well, and pushing the envelope. You got to keep going up, right? Yeah, and you don't know where the line is because you kind of back yourself to a certain degree. It's like, ah, oh, people like me. People like, like what I do, and then they, then you do something too far, and they mm. go, oh, they didn't like that. I'm so fucked it. I've absolutely well, fucked it. I've got I've got to do an apology <laughs> video with the ukulele. It's like, oh god, no, don't remind me of that ridiculous ukulele apology. Mm. It's like that kid here who's on TikTok and always does terrible shit, like breaks into people's houses and. Oh yeah, I've seen that guy. yeah, he was, yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was, was kind of quite hot for a while, wasn't he? It's Where's just, he gone now? Uh, How many houses is he breaking into? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The internet is a dangerous place, and it is. Uh, the fact that you can amass millions of followers mm. just by doing some shit on your phone. Mm. The game's changed, Pete. The game has <laughs> the game changed. Has changed. <laughs> and I've exploited put, it to full effect, so I can't talk. <laughs> we have a story from Etienne. He says, hello, Chris and Pete. Hello. I'm aware that hello. you and every other sensible person advise never to travel to Japan in August, but my birthday falls in August. Mm. I was 50 on the 16th, so I bit the bullet and I'm currently in Tokyo for 10 days. Yay. Happy birthday, Etienne. Uh, I don't know about you, but I found the thought of visiting my first Izakaya pub as my Japanese is rudimentary at best and it's pretty intimidating. I thought, sod it, I'm officially a grown-up, so what's the worst that can happen? Sure enough, it was fine, and I got chatting to a young guy whose English wasn't great, but we could communicate badly. He asked where I was from, and I've been practising saying, I'm from Scotland, in Japanese. Uh, on hearing this, he, what the fu- on hearing this, he said, heat, very different, how feel? So I told him, and he looked blank. There followed an entertaining 20 minutes of miming, mangled Japanese and broken English before we were both very happy. And he understood the meaning of, I'm sweating like a camel's ball sack. Wowzers. Some useful uh... terminology there. (laughs) As he was leaving, he indicated that he'd use it as a phrase at work. And I had a really hard time convincing him. Probably not a good idea, mate. Don't do that. Really, really paranoid that I've managed to get a pleasant Japanese man the chop for teaching him (laughs) a crude British colloquialism. Are there any other kinds? Uh, goof to see. Good to see you on the podcast, Etienne. <laughs> goof to see you on the podcast. Goof to see you. Good to see you, Etienne. Hello. <laughs> uh, well done for teaching the people in Japan the, the key phrases. Mm. I remember I got called a swear word missionary years ago. A fucking by missionary. Metro newspaper for going and teaching people how to say fuck. 
Oh, oh, right, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. A swearing missionary. What was right. it called? Tadashi Fuck Not Sky Cut. Teaching people how to say fuck. What a good time that was. Yeah. Cracking. And they brought out another book called How to Say Bitch. I was like, oh. uh, and everyone's like, you've got to teach bitch. them that, Chris. I was like, no. That's Boring words. Misogynistic. I want fuck. <laughs> fuck, very important to mm. quote Natsuki. It's very versatile as well. It is, it mm. is. It's crazy they weren't teaching students those words. Mm. I think if you're going to, you know, if you're going to. Teach your students words in English. Mm. Teach them the ones that come up a lot. In yeah. Every TV and film, right? Teach them fuck. Teach them shit. You're going off the bottom, mate. You hang out with Scottish people, you're going to hear the C word at least oh, three no. times every sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, what's going on in Japan this week, Mr. Dawson? Hit us with the news. Oh, Christopher. Um, <clears throat> the Shinkansen, the bullet train, if you will. It's, a, it's my favourite. It's. Your favourite train? I do, I do like it. I do like it too. My favourite um, train. My yeah, favourite train. With Pete Donaldson. Um, uh, obviously, um, when Shinkansen's uh, reached the end of their lives, um, they got to go somewhere. they got to go somewhere. <laughs> Just banging the microphone with your bottle because you got so excited about the Shinkansen! Oh, Shinkansen! Um, uh, yeah, of course, uh, the, 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 the actual um, carriages have to go somewhere. But they've decided to start recycling them into, <laughs> get this, right, oh, children's baseball bats I was expecting you to say children's books and I don't know why like metal books just big <laughs> heavy really... metal books just sharp edges that would be so cool a book made out of metal I'd want that yeah I mean it would suggest that you can't be trusted with paper no yeah metal I want, metal I want the books. second edition of the Braun Japan book in metal <laughs> in metal so what the, what the fuck what so they basically, they, they've scrapped a load of um, Shinkansen trains and instead right. of um, I don't know what you do with a train to be honest sell them to Elton John he bought a, a tram once didn't he when he was drunk stick it in hard um, off yeah just stick it in hard off hard off well, the train enthusiasts would love it um, they've started recycling them into children's baseball batch, uh, bats <laughs> uh, which are going to be released in a limited edition in October um, Mizuno obviously a big sporting brand and Central Japan Railway company they are uh, planning to sell 1400 bats uh, priced at um 1400 uh, yen 14000 yen rather uh, each three designs uh, including one paying homage to the iconic blue and white colors of the Takedo Shinkansen and markings resembling it i trying to figure out where they would you know obviously a lot of it's made of aluminium because it's kind of mm. lightweight and, and flexible so like so how are they just using the poles? In because that would make more sense if they were using the poles in the um, uh, you know, the carriages that you grab hold of. Because that's already baseball sh- baseball uh, bat shaped. But it turns out they're not. They're they're taking the entire kind of like surrounding metal of the Shinkansen, melting it down, and then reforming it as baseball bats. I just in a big seems forge. kind of wasteful and weird. Yeah, it's just not turn it's it weird. Big, turn it into a big restaurant well, I've, or a I've, house. I've done the maths. It's, right. it's, oh God. <laughs> we all want to know what's one, them. what's 1400 bats times 14,300 yen. Okay. 20 million yen. 20 million yen. So how about, much is that? About four pounds. About I, like, <laughs> no. I don't know. That's like nothing. No. What's 20 million divided by 100? Uh, um, 50. Uh, 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 all right, here we go. $10,000. $133,000 no, $133, roughly. Right, okay. Of baseball bats made from a $500 million train. <laughs> mm. That's recycling. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like they're going ship around. It off to some other country. Like a, we need a bloody yeah, bullet we train. Need, we just need ship it here, for God's sake. Stick it on out loud. Yeah. boat and send it here. Stick it on. I'm presuming the same gauge is over here. still use fucking horse and carriage in most of England. Well, the javelin train that was launched in 2012 that goes out to sort of Kent, your neck of the woods, uh, Chris. Mm. The, uh, uh, the, I've noticed like the sound because they're all built in Japan. Like the sounds yeah. that they have in the uh, 
built into the system takes you back to Japan a little bit. Go, dah, 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 and it's like, like the same noise as the Shinkansen. I'm like, oh, Yeah, shame the interior noises of the train don't take me back to Japan. No, no. Someone on their phone going, I told you, don't talk to me ever again. My Shelby wouldn't speak. <laughs> and someone else on the... What a tense, what a tense ride chocolate, you have. Chocolate biscuits chocolate all over biscuit the floor. All over someone, the floor. Listening to someone listening to a Nelly Furtado song. Nelly Furtado. <laughs> Shit. Well, in Japan... Don't, don't, nice do people. not bring the man-eater into this. <laughs> I mean, the only man I should be listening to is mm. Daryl Hall and uh, Oates. That's true, yeah. Uh, you did introduce Hall me to Oates. a new uh, Hollow Notes song I've not heard. Uh, Akihiko uh, Nakamura, uh, a vice president of GR Central, said that uh, I would like the children to hit balls at a speed of 285 <laughs> kilometres per hour. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a lovely little quote. Fantastic. Mm, nice. 285. Yeah. <laughs> Right. There you go, though. Japan taking its amazing trains and mm. turning them into baseball bats. Well done, It's then. what we call a slow news week in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> it really it's is, silly it? season. It's the summer. This is what happens. God damn it. Yeah. Like, it is, I, I, I always want to know, we did a news story a year ago and it was like, Japan makes, air, makes uh, space satellite from wood. Yes. What happened to that? Where's that story? It's still making it. It takes ages. For some, a wood craftsman there. <laughs> yeah. Using the old nailless technique, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I wonder. It's like the fourth bridge. It takes decades. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment to talk less about bats made from bullet trains with your stories, comments, and questions in the facts. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I might have a little chat with my mate Chris, or go for a walk with my dog Sammy, or if I was in Japan, I might take a dip in a hot spring, hike up Kamikachi, or attempt to eat the deadliest puffer fish in the world. You know, normal stuff. But it's hard to know what to do with your time and how to spend it wisely. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you can prioritise your time and fill it with things you actually enjoy. 
Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. With BetterHelp, they guide you each step of the way to start to spend your time on your own terms. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash japan. Wow. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners slash viewers now? Mr. Donaldson. Hello, cameraman Chris and podcasting Pete. My question for you, this is from Joshua from Tennessee, where the whiskey comes from. Uh, my question for you and Pete, <laughs> uh, how does the nightlife in the northern parts of Japan compare to the rest? What are your favourite cities to experience nightlife culture in Japan? I've enjoyed nightlife in... Sapporo. Nagoya. Sakata. Uh, did I? Sakata? Sausages. Oh yeah, well, we did, yeah, we did Sakata. Uh, Nagoya doesn't have nightlife. Nonsense. No, it, I mean, it's not great, to be fair. So I, I completely agree with that. But uh, yeah, your usual Tokyo Osaka. Did I go out in Kyoto? Oh, I think I went out in Kyoto. Um, Fukuoka. I, uh, I drove some through... Of the, some Kyushu. This year, I can't remember. Oh, no, it was last year. I drove mm. through Nagoya at the end of last year. Mm. And I was actually pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I've ripped on it you for like, <laughs> like seven years. I'm like, Nagoya, bleh. Right. Rather dip my head in a bucket of shit. Well, nobody but goes like, there, so you should be doing videos there. You should be finding should the best things in Nagoya. I've never met anyone who's got excited about a trip to Nagoya. No. Except maybe you. To eat it. They do have like fried chicken wings or something there that's nice. Mm. But like, it's just kind of like a, a, a big endless city. Now, Tokyo is a big city and Osaka is a big city, but they've got like a strong sense of cultural identity. Mm. Nagoya is where people go to sort of disappear. And the only person <laughs> I know that ended up there was, I think he was fleeing lots of debt. Right, He was okay. like, they'll never find me in Nagoya. Nagoya. So like, yeah, the, the police are just like, fuck it, he's in there. Okay, he's in Nagoya. We can't find him he's, now. He's in his own personal prison. He's, he's, he's gone. He's, <laughs> he's in, in the Nagoya. streets of Nagoya, eating chicken right. and going to Pete Donaldson's favourite nightclub, apparently. Mm. Um, my favourite night, nightlife city is, I mean, oh, the question was northern parts of Japan. Mm. Sapporo. It's a really I love nightlife in Sapporo. It's probably my second favorite city after Osaka. Probably. Right. Mm. Yeah. Tokyo is fun. There's lots of cool shit going on in Tokyo, but night the the, the clubs are a bit rubbish. The clubs in Osaka are kind of cool. Uh, yeah, there are I'm a little because um Dotbori like the river is so kind of like intricate and stuff. Mm. You do the only time I've ever been to a club in, in Osaka was well, like very sort of like um, small, you know, small, um, uh, uh, not very spacious roads. Um, and so you could be lulled into like thinking there's not really big places to go. Mm. But everything's just obviously, you know, 10 floors up. And you're like, Jesus yeah. Christ, this place is massive. Yeah. It'll be like, you'll go into like this office building and then upstairs there'll just be this massive nightclub. You're like, fucking hell. I guess it depends what your definition what of nightlife, nightlife is. For me, mm. I always thought like clubbing. But really, yeah. you know, nightlife in Japan means going to... Th- like uh, an izakaya and yep. a few couple of bars afterwards and for mm. that Japan's really good better than mm. the UK in some respects oh but, London's uh, a, not a 24 hour city at no, all no as I found out the other night <laughs> I found a really cool um, place in Soho called Chotomate Chotomate yeah Chotomate. that's brand right. new. It's, it's like it's not brand new it's been oh, years well, right. uh, you, you come over mate you look he you lived come, in Soho you come over here you best not miss, yeah. Um, uh, it's it, it it's uh, it's a nice little kind of cocktail place, isn't it? It's got I some really cool neon. I once saw a woman spill uh, like she had a a, gla- a really tall pint glass, right? And it sort of fell off the table, <laughs> and without sort of like meaning to do it, she sort of just caught it in the air. And I was like, "Whoa!" I just stood. I just stood up and went. 
<laughs> Amazing. Not in like a sarcastic, oh, someone's dropped a pint of enough, I was, I've never seen anything like that before. Fun, funnily enough, when I was in Chotomate, I knocked my cocktail over and my friend Ellen picked it mid-flight as well. Oh, there you go. It. Yeah. So, nice. Something about Chotomate, people just cash the drinks. <laughs> go there. Yeah, gravity doesn't exist. Chotomate goes Chotomate. Aaron. In Minnesota says, hello, Chris and Pete, as with all reflective people who have reached the pinnacle of success in their chosen field, I sometimes sense that Chris may be tired of this current gig of his and ready for something else. Is this the case? Or has the new studio in Tokyo added a fresh spring in his step and a new song in his heart? (laughs) A song in my heart. It'll be Hall Notes. Moreover, has Chris ever considered taking an extended sabbatical away from Japan? If the show could be abroad anywhere else other than Japan, the UK, and of course Sweden, where would it be and why? Aaron. Mm. In Minnesota. Yeah, Chris is starting a really disgusting OnlyFans. <laughs> He's decided to change it. It's going to be like some really like weird daddy kid stuff. Oh, my it's... God. <laughs> I'll be your dad. What? I'll be Chris, your dad. I'll be your father figure. Yes. Oh, fucking Good stuff. hell. He's going to coin it in. I wish. But mm. no, I won't be doing OnlyFans. That's Pete's specialty. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I do feel a bit like, oh, there's only so many times I can go, Japan is mm. what not to do in Japan. Mm. Why you should do this in Japan. Right. Japan. And I, yeah, I'm a bit like that. Right. I'm definitely there. Mm. I would like to reorient the channel to be more of a comedy channel, I think, and right. script things a bit more carefully. But Maybe yeah, that could just give you a bop on the head with an aluminium, um, an aluminium baseball, bat. baseball bat made from a Shinkansen train and you'll forget everything you know about Japan and you'll have to relearn it. That would be a good sitcom yep. that would probably get cancelled after the first series. Put that in your script, scripty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I want to, I was, you know, now that I've got the book out, I kind of feel like I can draw a line under those 10 years and yeah. there's always that battle and lust for staying relevant, right, as yeah. an influencer. And I want to yeah. still do that but also be a bit more experimental. Yeah. But being experimental doesn't bring views on YouTube, you know. That's true. I mean, I, I think people find themselves kind of going, all right, well, this has worked, this is really mm. successful, let's do more of that, and you just find yourself rehashing it. It's thing true, over it's, over it's absolutely the case, mm. and it's a real shame, and I need to sort of get over that. Yeah. Um, but I've got the new studio, really looking forward to using it. Mm. I'd love to do more sketches and stuff, but uh, yeah, the future for me, I think it's still pretty much on YouTube. I don't yeah. think I'm going to be fleeing to Warner Brothers just yet. Right. Especially now that they're rubbish, but and everyone's Warner on strike. Warner Brothers. What, like I said? What well, like Paramount. Film. Oh, a film, like yeah. A TV, film. Right. What do you think I was a saying? Film. A film. What do you think I was meaning? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he went very like, Warner, Warner Brothers. I just thought, you know, I want to make a film at some point, mm. but like, you know, uh, I don't want to just abandon YouTube. I have a great community and I want to... The film of the book? The... The, the a, film of a the reenactment, book, yeah. A reenactment of the YouTube yeah. channel, even though it's just Ken Watanabe's Natsuki. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine who would play me. Um, we'll have someone have someone handsome. Who's that one who uh, wants to eat women? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's part of a big dynastic um, rich person's family. Oh Christ! Oh, the one who is in Army Hammer. Army Hammer, yeah. It'd be Army Hammer. I, he's, he's quite handsome, but he a bit about handsome. wanting to eat a woman's brain. Yeah. That, that a bit of it, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. a bit scary. <laughs> Why does he want to do that? He's a good actor, unfortunately. It's a shame he blew his, incre- his whole career up. He's very, he's very, yeah. Very, some uh, texts were leaked. Uh, for those who don't know, some texts were leaked. Uh, <laughs> Why are we getting into this? Army Hammer, the actor who uh, is uh, sort of toying, can- sort of toying with um, you know, like, the idea of cannibalism. When you send flirtatious messages, mm. it's like, oh, I like you. Let's mm. go for dinner. Oh, I'd love to mm. cuddle you in the morning. He's right. like, he literally wrote something like, I would like to eat your brain. Literally yeah. eat your brain Did with he say a spanner and a spoon. And he's, yeah, it's 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 a bit much. It's a bit right. That's gone straight on Twitter. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you start like 
I think men find it quite hard to do. What's his name? Arnie sexy or tra- Army. Arnie Hammer. Is it not Army Hammer? Because Army it's like Arm and Hammer. Isn't it the Arm and Hammer guy? Oh, I don't know. I think it's Arm and Hammer. You know the bacon soda? It must you be the bacon like soda guy. Army stole my heart. Literally, he <laughs> cut it out. I fucking hate it, honestly. Next yeah, story. Stuff. He's I'm getting creeped out. Even yeah. talking about. Right. Hello, Custard Chris and Ooh. Pudding P. Oh, nice, happy question. Brain pudding. It's James from Liverpool here. My question for you guys is, what are your favourite lesser-known places in and around Osaka? We're already planning some day trips to Kyoto and Nara. But always open to some suggestions, says Ooh. James. Uh, oh, God. Oh, Pete, so help me out I, mean, I think it's one of those places where you can be kind of corralled into somewhere that, uh, like, you know, quite touristy places. When you're, when you're a foreigner and you're kind of like, oh, I don't, I'm, mm. I don't really know this town. Um, so um, go and see AKB, AKB 48 or whatever called. They've got a theatre mm. there, haven't they? The, Osaka the number one. version one, yeah. Num- Num- and is it NBA? Number 48 or number something. 48, yeah. Number 48, yeah. They've got like a theatre where they're just, they're just having a dance every day. So go in there. That's confusing mm. and weird. I'd go to Corbett. Nobody goes to Corbett anymore. Mm. You never meet anyone who's, who's gone there. Right. Apart from you and me to eat we're all, a we're beef. All, yeah. Go there for a day. Have a look around Corbett Chinatown. That's nice. Yeah. Different, that's good. Isn't it? Mm. Get a USJ. Ride a dolphin. What's, what's USJ? Universal Studios Japan. Oh, is that where that is? Corbett? Yeah. Oh, go meet Army Hammer. We're going to eat Army Hammer. Um, meet the monkeys. Go yeah. and see the train the cat train station mm. where there's a train in the shape of a cat mm. and they put a hat on a cat and it's brought a hundred million dollars to the local right, economy okay. okay hat and a cat remember right. Cat Nation that documentary yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. hat and a cat, cat and it's a called Nitama okay and it died and it died it brought and it died it brought like ten million dollars to the local economy the cat died they were like oh shit let's get another one that looks similar and stick a hat on that go there that's tripping stick weird stick a hat on that go and spend some money and that's in uh, Wakayama Prefecture just south of Osaka nice mm. place full of cats with hats <laughs> like, I also got Dr. Zeus wrong apparently it's Dr. Seuss yeah in my audio book I, I fucked up all the words yeah well I mean Dr. Seuss not Dr. Zeus yeah I get that wrong all the time and I've literally got the guy on my, on my oh leg oh my lord there he is the cat in the hat. There he is. Go and see the cat in the hat. Go and see the cat in the hat. Topics, questions, comments coming in to a Braun Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back in the week, guys, all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, every yourself yeah. a great few days. And we'll see you right back here, still all over again, with the cat in the hat himself. Have a good one. <laughs> trousers won't come on properly. Oh, dear God. They're very tight. Silicon trousers. Because I'm aroused. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.